why the experts insist we will never go back to normal. Hello, my name is Father David Mix. I'm a diocesan hermit. Some of my ministry is sacramental, some of it is on the streets, and some of it, like today, is online. I'm going to explain at the end of my next video why I believe it's so important for a Catholic priest like me to weigh in on what might seem like politics and medicine. And also at the end of my next video, I'll explain what I believe all Christians should do with the forthcoming information. But first, know that I'm doing a three-part series on globalism. My first part that many of you saw was on the Great Reset. Today, as I said, is called Why the Experts Insist We Will Never Go Back to Normal. And today's is on the new normal, but it's actually why the globalists don't want the new normal the media claims we must accept and live in. But why the globalists insist we cannot go back to the normal of last year, 2019. And finally, why a small group of technocrats want to, as they say, build back better, which will be the title of the next video. I recently made a video some of you saw called A to F Bullet Points on the Great Reset. And I went through the basics of how we went from fear of the coronavirus to the government then using demoralization, dehumanization, a crisis, namely a case-demic, and finally the promise of a new normal that we're going to talk about today. On that video, eight F bullet points on the Great Reset, I also talked about how we only get to the globalist goal through a health credit system, which includes a nearly mandatory vaccine, and finally, how this brings us allegedly to a world that is both sustainable and a world of inclusivity. Now, one thing I didn't mention in that video is the catchphrase of everyone from the World Economic Forum to even Joe Biden's personal website, both of which promise to, quote, build back better. Keep that on the back burner of your brain for now, build back better, because that will be the title of the third of this three-part series. But today we're going to see why, in fact, this group of globalists really believe this new normal must be the launching point to how they build back better. Now, Justin Trudeau, that creepy prime minister of Canada, used almost the exact same vocabulary I did in the A to F bullet points on the Great Reset. I happened to put that out in November of 2020. He said this in September of 2020. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Building back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and the SDGs. Canada is here to listen and to help. So as you can see, anyone who would call me a conspiracy theorist, he's using the exact same language right there. Now, obviously, he's not going to get booted from YouTube, but I might. So please consider subscribing also at BitChute, which is the backup of all my videos. You can also get all of my videos on audio if you subscribe to Padre Peregrino Podcasts. It's always the audio version of this. Let me give you a little outline what we're going to be looking at today. Part one is, is the virus killing many people? Part two, what are the results of the lockdown by now at the end of 2020? Part three, do the politicians believe in the lockdown? Part four, is this the new normal? Part five, what about the vaccine? Part one, is the virus killing many people? 
Now, I spent Thanksgiving in Arizona. As I drove back to Colorado, I stopped in a hotel in New Mexico, and one of the men who was behind the desk had coronavirus last week. He just got out of the hospital. This man was my age, and he was almost intubated in the hospital due to coronavirus. So I know there's a few people out there that are coronavirus deniers. I'm not one of them. But as I said on a friend's podcast, just as the economic crisis was real in, say, 1917 Russia, but was commandeered by communists in a way that ended up killing more people than the economic crisis would have, would have killed, so also we do have a real virus. We're going to look at the numbers on that. But my concern is how it's being commandeered by these globalists. By their own words, they want to kill more people than if we just reached herd immunity with this virus. So let's look to see how many people this is actually killing. Three quick studies for you, and you can come back and look at the stats of this again. Number one, an Italian study said that 99% of those who died of coronavirus had other illnesses. You can go back and look at that on the video version if you're listening to this on audio. 99% of those who died of coronavirus actually had other illnesses. Number two, the CDC said that, quote, for 6% of the deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned. Now, they took that study down and revised it. I think that there were enough people like me who were calling them on this, and due to fear, they took down that screenshot, but we saved it. This is the screenshot if you're watching the video version. 6% of the deaths, COVID was the only cause mentioned. Look at it right there on the video version. We caught it before they took it down. And number three, Johns Hopkins on overreporting. They had a woman named Brian who did a study of what people were dying of in the United States. And this is a direct quote. Quote, as Brian compared the number of deaths per cause during that period in 2020, she noticed that instead of the expected drastic increase across all causes, there was a significant decrease in deaths due to heart disease. Even more surprising, as seen in the graph below, this sudden decline in deaths is observed for all other causes. Close quote. Here's also a screenshot of all the other deaths in the USA plummeting. In other words, people are magically only dying of COVID-19, even according to Johns Hopkins, of course, till they too revised their data. So let's review all those for part one, is the virus killing many people? Italy said 99% of all those who they thought had died of coronavirus actually had comorbid comorbidities. In the United States, 6% of those reported as coronavirus deaths were exclusively coronavirus, only 6% according to the CDC before they took their data down. And another point of revised data comes from Johns Hopkins, where they accidentally proved nobody is dying of anything anymore except coronavirus. I guess COVID-19 has cured heart disease and cancer. Part two, what are the results of the lockdown by now at the end of 2020? Three statistical points for you. Number one, CNN, which lies about almost everything, has now admitted amazingly that more people died from suicide last month than from COVID in all of 2020 in Japan. For those of you joining us only on audio, not video, let me read the CNN headline verbatim. Quote, in Japan, more people died from suicide last month than from COVID in all of 2020, and women have been impacted the most. Fox News reported similarly, quote, more people died from suicide in Japan in one month than the entire coronavirus pandemic, end quote. So this proves what I said in my video on the Great Reset. They are doing the lockdown to kill us, literally to kill us. And this is essentially evolution, survival of the fittest, which I don't believe in, but they do, where the weak ones kill themselves under the mental torture of lockdown. Why? It's because they want to reduce population. Why? To reduce climate change, of course. 
You, so you see what I was saying is communists commandeer a real but small problem in order to kill a large amount of people. We saw the same thing in Russia 100 years ago. Okay, number two, less alarming but quite important, is how many small businesses have been destroyed by this lockdown. Illinois policy reports 11,200 small businesses have closed in just Illinois in 2020 since we started this lockdown in March. Business Insider reports that Amazon founder Jeff Bezos saw his wealth rise by an estimated $48 billion. So there you have 11,000 small businesses closed in Illinois while the founder of Amazon gained $48 billion, billion with a B, in lockdown. And you see, this is how communism always works. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Wake up, people. It's already happening. Finally, we have full totalitarian proof of when you see people who try to keep their businesses open, they get arrested, literally arrested. Many of you probably saw on Staten Island, it's a borough in New York City, the owner of Max Public House was arrested for trying to keep his business open. Not threatened, arrested. And now they have eight police officers guarding the door in a year when shootings went up, I think 178% since last year. But they have to guard the door. Now, if you're tempted to say, well, serves them right in the pandemic for trying to open a saloon, then go back to part one of this video and see this virus is not killing many people, but lockdown is. Just like communism attempts to kill two types of people, one, the weak, and two, the strong, those who think for themselves. That is what they're doing in this country now, and that's why a priest is called to warn you. This has the potential to kill not millions like the Holocaust, but billions. As Bill Gates has said, he wants to reduce the population of the world by billions. His words, not mine. Part three, do the politicians believe in the lockdown? Forbes reported this headline, quote, Austin mayor reportedly hosted wedding, traveled to Mexico, while telling constituents, we need to stay home, end quote. Lovely. Governor Newsom, who has acted like a toddler tyrant on lockdown against his people, got caught at a big party in Napa with no social distancing and no masks on his face or his friends. Fox in California has pictures that you can see on the video version, won't be able to see it on the audio version, but the tweet from Bill Melligan at Fox in Los Angeles reads, quote, We've obtained photos of Governor Gavin Newsom at the Napa dinner party he's in hot water over. The photos call into question just how outdoors the dinner was. A witness who took photos tells us his group was so loud the sliding doors had to be closed, end quote. And finally here in Denver, Mayor Michael Hancock tweeted, Stay home as much as you can, especially if you're sick. Host virtual gatherings instead of in-person dinners. Avoid travel if you can. Now, within a couple hours of that tweet, he was on his way, flying to the south of the United States for Thanksgiving dinner with his family. Of course, he got caught, and he asked for forgiveness of a decision born not of his mind, but of his heart. Aw. Mayor Hancock said, quote, I humbly ask you to forgive decisions that are born of my heart and not my head, end quote. Now, I looked at the replies on Twitter to him, and many, many liberals were mad. This isn't just conservatives. There were a lot of rainbow handles and others infuriated. Now, people think politicians like this are hypocrites. Yes, hypocrites believe the same thing as the rest of you, but they hold themselves to a different standard. But here's why this isn't actually hypocrisy. They're not hypocrites because these politicians don't really believe in what they're telling you. Look, they know the CDC said 70% of those who caught coronavirus had a mask on. They know this is a farce. I'm not saying the virus is a farce. I know the virus is real, but... But what they're trying to do to stave this off, they know it's just making it worse. So what is this about then? It's about social control. 
then this is why a priest like me has every right to tell you to worship God and not the state. Because this is turning into a religion now. And if Christians worship the virus instead of the Son of God, they will lose their soul. I'm telling you this because this coronavirus fear is becoming a new superstitious religion that many Catholics are believing in, that not even the politicians believe. But if you do continue believing in this pagan superstition, you very well might lose your soul. And again, if you don't think this is superstition, if you think it's science, go listen to part one and part two. Part four, is this the new normal? USA Today reads, when will things go back to normal? Experts say that's the wrong question amid COVID-19. CNN is more direct. There is no getting back to normal, experts say. The sooner we accept that, the better. Now, what I believe is going to happen is an endless cycle of virus after vaccine, after virus, after vaccine, through the years. Those with this much control as the government has, as this globalist government has, will not relinquish it. So if you're one of the people that refuse to see family members this Christmas until, say, they self-quarantine or take the vaccine, or, you know, maybe a better way to put it is this, if you refrain from seeing family until the government says you can, you will literally never see that person again. And I'm not exaggerating. Think about it. Will we ever go back to normal? No, they just told you. So are you going to die living or die dying? But let's look at the future. Okay, so to go Yoda on you, search your feelings. Even non-Catholics, even people who don't agree with me on much, I'm going to ask you to do something weird. Search your intuition, where reason meets emotions, and now ask yourself, is the media and the government ever going to allow the end of this lockdown? I know two people much more liberal than myself who answered no to me in person when I asked them. My answer, of course not. Think about it. Is the mainstream media and the government ever going to tell you it's safe to see someone who won't take the coronavirus vaccine? Of course not. So if you're refusing to see your family this Christmas until the government tells you you can, you will literally, not figuratively, you will literally never see them again for any future Christmases. Because if you're waiting on the government in this big hoax to let you love your family again, you will lose everything dear to you. The people in charge of this will not allow us to go back to normal. They just told you. Now, we'll talk about in the next video why I hope they're wrong, of course, that we stave off this great reset, as they call it, and even if they're correct, what we can do to keep our interior freedom and joy as Christians if they succeed. Part 5, what about the vaccine? Now, the main reason I will not take the vaccine has nothing to do with aborted babies in it, as sick as that is. The main reason I will not take a vaccine for coronavirus is because I have a 99.9% .9 chance of survival if I catch coronavirus. In fact, I hope I get it and get it over with because every epidemiology book on viruses before COVID-19 prescribes simple herd immunity and something with a mortality rate as low as COVID-19. And as I said a minute ago, we're going to enter a cycle of virus after vaccine after virus after vaccine in the future years. We've seen some very good evidence COVID-19 was created in a lab, not from bat soup or whatever, but whether it was man-made or not, we're always going to have weird viruses around. Think of SARS, think of MERS, etc., etc. So, will I need a vaccine for COVID-21 and COVID-23? Of course I will, says the government and mainstream media. So let me get this straight. I have the option between some future flus that probably will also have a 99.9% .9 survival rate or a vaccine that is already killing people in its trials. I will take the flu. And even if COVID-23 or whatever comes kills more people than COVID-19, I'd still rather die of a virus than have sterilizing chemicals put in my body by the government. Yes, I'm a priest, but I don't need that garbage in my system. 
I sent out several texts today to families saying, do you know any non-anti-vaxxers who are going to refuse the coronavirus vaccine? All the families texted back, yes. One family actually texted back, yes, us. So this isn't just an anti-vaccine. This is a dangerous vaccine you shouldn't take. The Pfizer vaccine they're rolling out is kept at negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit is a poison any way you slice and dice it. Some people say this is a genetic transfection agent. Some say it has mRNA. Now, I've had a friend want me to answer on if something without mRNA can actually be a genetic transfection agent. I've had some other friends want me to prove it's actually unsafe, the vaccine. But here's my answer to those friends who demand an answer on if it's mRNA or just a genetic transfection agent or anything else. It's not a citizen's job like mine to prove it's unsafe. It's the government's job to prove it is safe and needed. And right now we're looking at a negative on both those because the trials on animals and humans have already proved it to be unsafe. But again, the bigger issue is it's not needed. But here's the thing. Let's remember this isn't about a virus and a vaccine anyway. It's about vaccinating the entire planet for the sake of social control and reducing the population of the world for the sake of the environment. Listen to Bill Gates himself. But you don't have a choice. People act like you have a choice. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. Vaccinated the entire global population. He laughs at you having a choice on that. People act like you have a choice was his words right there. That's exactly what he said. People act like you have a choice. That should tip you off to any of the villains of the 20th century right there. So just to recap, this is part two of three on my three-part series on globalism. Part one is the Great Reset. This part two is why globalists cannot allow us to go back to normal lives. And part three, the last part, will be why the globalists must build back better, as they say, and what Christians can do to counter their eugenics. Now, real quick before signing off, most of the teaching on my channel, Padre Peregrino, is about scripture and the catechism. So please subscribe for those as well as for these in my playlist called Theology and Current Events. In about five seconds, you can also see where to subscribe on my blog on the closing bumper. May God bless you all, and please tune in soon for part three, Build Back Better.